Welcome to the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast with John Kim and Noelle Cordeaux. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O for more information. Your adventure awaits. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Catalyst Life Coaching Podcast. Today we're going to talk about life coaching as a lifestyle. Noelle. Hi. How are you? I'm well. It's a little bit early, but I'm drinking coffee. It is early. So Noelle is on the East Coast. I'm on the West Coast. Um, And so whenever we do podcasts, there's a little bit of a a time difference. Now, what's interesting is that it's actually earlier for me, but Noelle is saying it's early for her. Yes, I just made myself a, you know, well, I work seven days a week, John, and so Monday always comes and I'm like, oh, man, yeah. I just had five whole hours off. <laughs> like, damn it. Noelle was instructed to bring laughing gas today. Um, I don't know if she did, and I don't know what that was about, but she texted me and said she was going to bring laughing gas. <laughs> That's going to be tomorrow, actually. Oh. Have you ever, so I have I have my first cavity ever as a grown-up. Oh, and I have to go to the dentist, and they're going to give me laughing gas. That's hilarious. Isn't that like an old school thing? Do you use laughing I gas think today? it is, and I don't know what it means or what it's going to be like. Or And I'm pretty giggly to begin with, and so I can't imagine <laughs> how this is going to go. Yeah. So, let, so let's talk about um, life coaching as a lifestyle and mm-hmm. all the ways that people are helping people uh, through living a certain way. Absolutely. And so I, I, I will repeat this ad nauseum because it's worth saying coaching is not about one client per one hour. Yeah. You know, I, where, where do you think they got uh, that model? Did they get that from the clinical world? Because that's, you know, that's kind of the idea of the private practice. I think so. I think so. I think it just comes from, you know, when you think about what, can, what you can do with a helping profession you think about, you know, one client per one hour and I think it that, also comes from business coaching. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Well, business coaching is is really not that either. I mean, business coaching is really dynamic in so many different ways. Um, well, let's let's talk about it all, you know, let's break it down. Sure. So, um, what coaching is at its core is a communication methodology. And it's a way of learning how to communicate with people that allows you to move individuals, groups, and organizations to a place of peak flourishing. So when we're looking at business coaching or even the way that um, I, as a CEO, now functionalize coaching, you know, I don't take, I I do take on clients one-on-one, but the way that I work every day is to move the organization forward mm-hmm. in a way of complex flourishing. Right. So you being um, a CEO and all the work that you're doing with helming this company uh, is a form of coaching to you. It is a hundred percent a form of coaching. So most 100%. people would not see that as coaching. They would see that as a job. Well, that's it depends on how you're trained, right? You know, I don't have an MBA. My background is a PhD in clinical sexology and my background is executive coaching and my background is applied positive psychology. So, you know, what do I know? It's people. I know people, I know relationships and I know how to communicate. Yeah, you know, here's here's what I think is valuable about this mindset. 
um, people fall into the trap of defining their practice uh, in terms of numbers. So how many clients I have, um, you know, how much money I'm making. And I think that if you start to uh, reframe coaching in this way, it takes the pressure off. A hundred percent. And I love my clients and taking on clients right now for me has been like mental gymnastics to switch back from what I recognize as a form of organizational development coaching to drilling down in a very psychodynamic way with a one-on-one client. Um, so, I mean, it's my, I, yesterday I, I taught and then I had a client and I, I had to switch executive functioning so quickly in my brain that I got tired at mm. the end of it. I was like, whoa, okay, this is just a different way of using my brain. Yeah. So how would, how would people um, take this mindset uh, that you and, I, you and I both adapted and apply it to their uh, coaching journey? Well, <clears throat> I think it really depends on your goals. And I think, you know, coaching – in its purest form is a strengths-based approach to everything. It, coaching is looking at what works, what you're good at, and then choosing what you want to pull from the past that worked, that you were good at, and move it into the future. So, you know, if you look at both of our careers, we both started out with a dream of, you know, one-on-one clients, and we right. both come so far from it. So, um, like, let's turn the lens on you for a sec. So, yeah. so right now, what are you doing with your coaching? Like, what are you doing? Uh, right now, I'm at I'm inside Catalyst Jamie's Loft in San Francisco, <laughs> and, I just, and he was awesome. very gracious enough to um, 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 host us. Uh, I'm, I'm on my book tour, and I'm documenting, and I'm trying to go into communities, whether they, they are, you know, fitness communities, yoga communities, or um, just into someone's living room and uh, have an experience with them, right? So the idea of colliding with them, uh, having some conversations. Um, and, and you know, someone could say that is just, oh, you're just um, <laughs> fucking around. I don't know. You're just on your book tour. Um, but I think it's, you know, again, I think it, it's a form of coaching. It is. So yeah. I'm going to coach right now. Yeah. And what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm, I just, I listened to what you just said mm-hmm. as a coach does. And now using coaching format, I'm going to mirror it back to you yeah. so that you can see all of the different strengths that you're using. Right. So you just made a pretty disparaging statement as any client coaching client would, you know, people might look at my life and think that I'm just fucking around right now. Right. <laughs> so like if I was a therapist, I'd be like, oh, John, you know, what happened to you as a child? You know, what causes you to think and feel that way? But as a coach, my mindset is you're my business partner. You're my friend. I want to build you up. Mm. And so I'm going to say, John, look at your gorgeous life right now. Like, look at it. You're in Jamie's apartment. Awesome. First of all, hey, Jamie. You know, second of all, like how wonderful that you're able to activate and engage community because that's such a strong skill set, building community, leaning into it, pulling resources for community. Um, the more social bonds you have, the more durable resources you're capable of creating in life. So you're mm-hmm. getting an A plus right now. You wrote a book that is trending. 
um, it's climbing the charts as far as, you know, health and wellness, starting conversations about men and masculinity. And you're also continuing on the path that you trailblazed a long time ago of finding a new way of life by actually physically going into spaces where you're a stranger and having hard conversations with people about how we can change ourselves and how we can change society. Yeah, thank you. I, I um, what, what an amazing thing to hear first thing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so here's what's interesting. Um, so Noel did something called basically mirroring, right? Um, holding up a mirror to me, what I just said, uh, but because it came through her perspective, uh, it was extremely helpful because I, I do have the little bit of the residue of, uh, you know, playing with my phone for a living, uh, you know, a social media thing, like all that stuff, uh, you know, five or six years ago, um, when, when, when all the coaching was kind of exploding, that was people were unsure of, you know, like, how do I turn this into a business, etc. And so organically me doing things uh, that felt honest to me, and uh, kind of following my true north uh, isn't always conventional and doesn't always fit into the model. Um, so just Noel repeating back, uh, you know, reframing it, I guess, uh, helps tremendously. Yes. And, and, and mirroring and reframing is a classic coaching technique. Yeah. But I, I think the intent behind it is really clear because I could have taken everything you said and just mirrored it back to you in a very boring way and be like, Oh, Hey Jamie. I mean, you know, it's cool. You're in San Fran. Like, yeah. Oh, you're going to go yoga today. Like, you know, but, but my intent was to motivate you. Yes, you're right. You could have just said, yeah, um, you know, you, you, is there anything else you think you could do with your life? <laughs> because right. <laughs> right. You know, I could have. And, and so, you know, when we're, when we're talking about coaching as a communication methodology, this is a, a really good descriptor of how it works, right? So like, my job as a CEO, given I don't have an MBA, I don't have a background in finance, I don't have a background in business, everything that comes flying at my head, I have to sit down with our team and say, okay, we're all smart people, let's figure it out, right? right? right. You know, what do you see, what do you see, what do you see, what do you see? And if I came at it from a perspective of, you know, oh, wow, we don't really know this. I have no experience in it. It would foster fear. But because I'm using a coaching methodology and we have really smart people on our team, I listen to what they say. I mirror it back to them from a position of, you know, did I get this right? Is this what you think? And then they feel confident in their work, you know, our ability to do things as a team. And then we do succeed. Yeah, yeah. And and I got I to gotta go back to, um, this technique, uh, because I, I think so many people, when they're uh, gonna coach, they're gonna coach someone. Um, even after taking our intensive, it could be kind of terrifying, and you know they have to they have to practice, they have to learn to ride the bike. Um, just something this simple, and what a great reminder can start the conversation, you know, and then that that can lead anywhere. So uh, a lot of people who are really afraid of coaching. Um, it's not that hard. <laughs> You're doing it now. No. You just go to me. Yeah, I did. And, and, it, and it's and the, and the, the, the specific techniques are uh, reframing and mirroring. Right. Yeah. Um, and but there's there's a theoretical underpinning to it. And that's called self-efficacy. Uh, self-efficacy is the belief that can be taught that you have 
all of the tools you need in order to do hard things inside of you. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't know how to do something, you have the capacity to figure it out. Yeah, that reminds me of um, just the idea that if you believe in your client, you know, um, your client will start to believe in him or herself. Yes. A hundred percent. But but that and, belief can't be false, right? You're not just a cheerleader. You are also exploring and, and doing it in an authentic way. Yes. And that's where self-efficacy comes in because you're not just saying, go, you can do it. You're yeah. saying, you know what? You have all the tools to figure it out. What's step one? Right. Right. And, 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 if, you. You don't, and if you don't, let's figure out how you can um, uh, acquire these tools. Exactly. Exactly. It's not a pass. Right. It's a, it's like motivation with intent and action. Right. And also, you know, this is what makes coaching, um, not therapy. Yes. This is what makes coaching not therapy. So, you know, let's peel it back a little bit further. So me giving John, you know, mirroring and reframing and a pep talk. So from my perspective, and this wasn't conscious as I was doing it, but it was probably subconscious. You know, what do I need you, John, to do right now in life? I need you to motherfucking perform and sell your book and run as far as fast as you can. And I do believe in you and I am very proud of you. And I want you to uh -huh. see yourself as I see you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and so if I was your client, the, what I struggle with right now today is – um, doing this and then the self-doubt of, you know, am I wasting my time? Am I making a difference? What am I doing? You know, all that kind of stuff. Like as I'm going on my book tour and meeting people, you know, are people going to show up? What if three people come to the bookstore tonight? Uh, what does that mean about me, et cetera? So all of that, uh, you know, just, just self-doubt, you know? Yeah. And so from a coaching perspective, and I also have the luxury of knowing you really well, you know, building you up is my mission. Mm. And what, a, whatever, what an amazing friend. We all need a Noel in our life. It's you all need a coach in your life, you yeah. know, that's, and that's, you know, but that's what I do for my clients yeah. too. Yeah. Is, um, there was, um, a really, I, I, I'll share what, something that happened. It was literally the first sentence I said in a coaching call yesterday, I had a client who was describing a relationship with her family. And she said, it's like my dad and my brothers are in the boat and they threw me overboard and they were all laughing at me. And I had to figure out how to become a mermaid and I had to figure out, you know, how to swim. Mm. So from a therapeutic perspective, I would want to go back and understand all of the things that her family did and all the pain points, you know, but that's not what coaching is and that's not what coaching does. So in that moment, what I needed my client to do was to see the beauty and the power in her own life. And so that's my lens as a coach. And so when she said, you know, my brother, and my fathers were in the boat and they were laughing at me and I had to become a mermaid. I was like, you know what, dude, they have a fucking rowboat and you have the whole damn ocean. Mm. And she was like, oh my God, you're right. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, like that's the way it goes. And so rather than process pain, you take someone's pain and you turn it into power. Yeah, that is uh, so you just kind of flipped a script. Uh-huh. That's yep. powerful. That's a really it powerful is. tool. It is. Speaking of swimming, um in the next hour or so I'm supposed to go um dive into the ocean. Literally? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's freezing. And I was just 
and and here's the thing. So it's like even even something as simple as like diving into the ocean for a little bit um, with a couple people. Uh, uh, it, it you know is that fooling around or is that coaching? And and this is where the road forks, and this is where I choose to believe it's coaching because. In my book, I talk about things like doing things that make you feel alive. I talk about the power of movement, uh, ice baths, etc. And so as long as it lines up with my message, um, I should be doing it because I'm setting an example. And then if someone watches or reads about it, uh, maybe it will, it will, you know, um, they'll relate to it in a certain way or inspire them to do something today uh, that's honest to them that makes them feel alive. Totally. And we can go even like further with it. So like being outside is really healthy, you know, like being in the water, even if it's cold is really, is, is good for you. Salt water is so healing. And, you know, um, I think that as we look at all of the systemic illness in society, we look at isolation, we look at obesity, we look at diabetes, uh, it's due to lack of movement and it's, do of to to lack of connection with nature and with community in that way. Yeah. So, you know, you saying I'm gonna go jump in the ocean with a bunch of people, I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Like, and, but here's what here's what's interesting to me. Um so yes, there's a part of me and it's actually growing uh, because of the help of uh you and some other people in my life encouraging me to keep swimming. Uh uh in this case literally, but uh it, it it's helpful. Uh, so oh, so the inner conflict is this. Part part of it is I do believe in everything you're saying because of course that's how I've been living my life and and um expressing that message. But then there's that shadow side of me, uh my pseudo self which is like what are you doing? You know, you're on, you're jumping into the ocean where your people are going to think you're an idiot. Like, what does this mean? What does this have to do with coaching? And so, uh, what a great reminder that, uh, if you live a lot, your life a certain way, um, and that it's honest and it lines up with your brand and your message, uh, then that in itself can be coaching. And I know that I know that. Um, but sometimes, you know, I also have to hear it from someone else. Can I live coach you on the pseudo self thing? Yes, 100%. All right. So I'm going to use a technique right now uh, called externalization Yes. where I'm, I'm going to ask you to take it out of you. So how old is the voice of your pseudo self? Mm, I think it's, you know, I think it, it, it I gave it power uh, about 15 years ago when I was um, going through my screenwriting days and felt like um, invisible and defined myself as a failure, I think. So you're, you were like late twenties. Yeah. Late twenties. Okay. So, um, so you're, you have a a 27, 28 year old Mm -hmm. telling you what to do right now. Yes. I'm 45. (laughs) Yes. So, so, okay. So to what extent, um, do you want to be governed by a 27 or a 28 year old? Ooh, man, I like this. That's really powerful. Um, I'm a really good coach motherfucker. You are. I love that. I love that confidence too. (laughs) You know, um, when I think about my 27 or 26 year old, um, he was a complete idiot and he was a child and I I wouldn't listen to that person. Do you also know what I know about him? Hmm. He was scared. Mm. And I think when he is jumping around right now, waving his arms in the air, trying to get your attention, it's because he's scared. Yeah. And he's trying to warn you about the pain that he's experienced. Can you coach me every episode from now on? Sure. 
You can totally do that. <laughs> I mean, you also, you know, pick up the phone. We, we talk right. every day. Right. Uh, but no, seriously. So No, so, that was really helpful. Um, and, yeah. I, and I know I know me saying that uh, making a joke is kind of uh, deflecting it. Uh, and, you know, that's another thing I do. But, um, yeah, seeing the part of you, uh, the younger side, the, the younger self, um, pulling and growing your pseudo side, right? Listening to that part of you that uh, is, I, I labeled him, um, you know, immature, etc. You labeled him scared. And when you say scared, then it cuts through all of it. And then you also have now an opportunity to give that 27 year old some empathy. Yes. And compassion, right? Yes. But you don't have and to listen to uh, that 27 year old, you just have to understand him better. Absolutely. And you've been pushing him away. You've been pushing him outside mm. of yourself, right? You've been Ooh, saying, la, that. la, la, I don't want to listen to you. Your message is poor. Yeah. But um, what would it be like for you to soothe that young man and invite him back inside? Mm. I think to um, listen to him, but also um, pull from my 45-year-old, you know, take care of him by taking care of me. Um, letting him follow in a way. What do you want to tell him? Like what would be helpful to tell that young man about life now and that he's going to be okay? Uh, it's okay to be scared and, mm -hmm. and that uh, there's nothing that's happening now uh, that should create self-doubt or panic um, and that everything is good. You know, going back to that whole idea of the sky not falling. I used to live mm -hmm. my life constantly worried about the sky falling, panicking. Yeah, you know, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Whether it was money or relationships or whatever, just always being in the the twenty seven year old being frightened. Yes, yes. So, how do you want to synthesize your um, your current adult self with your younger self? And maybe you want to take him swimming with you today. Yeah, absolutely. So now swimming sounds um, meaningful and important and also kind of fun and 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 also i kind of feel like it's it's a form of self-care <laughs> yeah you know self-connection um so yeah <clears throat> thank you for that because you know i i kind of saw that as two-dimensional because if i define being a life coach as i need to blog i need to do sessions uh what the fuck am i doing jumping into the ocean um then life coaching becomes very two-dimensional and on paper and it goes against everything that I'm doing. Totally. Yeah. And and for you guys listening at home, you know, I, I want you to notice the quality of John's voice and I want you to notice the authenticity in the way that he just laughed because that was a deep, authentic, like belly, soul connected laugh Ooh. that yeah. I also want you guys to notice how Noel just went straight into the here and now, right? Mm -hmm. Took took something that happened in the moment instead of um talking about, you know, the future and etc, which you can do, um uh, but always bringing it into what's happening in the moment. So that's also a great technique. Yeah, and and to when you're when you're understanding your clients and when you're in the moment coaching. And if you're coming from this lens of like my job as a coach is to build people up and show them the best of their life and to hold that mirror up. I want John to go back and listen to that laugh. Mm. Ooh, I and, love that. Yeah. I love that. 
And oh, we have so it good. recorded. I know I'm so good. <laughs> so yeah. good. Yes. Um, this is this is definitely one of my favorite episodes, by the way. <laughs> I, uh, as, as we end, I want to uh, remind you. I, 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 so I texted on the road. I texted Noel something very silly, but it's very John Kim. Uh, we were outside getting coffee, and I saw this magnificent metal horse. Um, and I just kind of I had the idea of jumping on it. So I kind of it was and it was terrifying because it was metal and there was, the horse had a metal tail that could have you know hit me in a certain place. So I, I got on a bench and I just kind of uh, I took the leap like literally I stuttered for a few minutes and then I just kind of or a few seconds and then I took the leap uh, and I flew and I landed on the horse and I almost flew off but I made it. And it's like a forty you know it's like a well like a five second video and. Uh, Noel, you know, applauded that, encouraged that, and I, and I, you know, tagged it, do things that make you feel alive, and it's like in those moments, whether we're talking about that or swimming, um, where these days I'm getting empowerment and acceptance and encouragement um, from people who care about me, and what's important about that is it's allowing me to continue forward and and do what I believe. Um, that I should be doing, like to keep going on my path. Now, the byproduct of all that, the energy, uh, is something bigger, which is you know creating a dialogue about men and relationships and this book, um, you know, telling more people about journey, like all of that, right? But um, it could come in that micro minute or second of jumping on a metal horse. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you know, when we're talking about that kind of stuff, you just fed your brain and body with. Um, all of the positive emotional nutrients that come with excitement and joy. Mm. Wow. You know, before I started this episode with you, Noel, I was, I was on, I gotta be honest. I was, you know, we have plans about jumping into the ocean, but there's a lot of like, uh, I don't, it's cold. What am I doing? That doesn't even make sense. Let's, you know, I should practice my speech for tonight at the bookstore. But now after being coached by you, it's, it's priority on my list. I must do that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. You'll see it on video. <laughs> Coaching in action, ladies Coaching and action. gentlemen. I Guys, love it. Thank you for listening. And uh, we just want to remind you once again that coaching isn't just one-on-one -on -one sessions. No. It's life. Yes. Coaching is life. And, and here's the thing. you know, um, If you embark on this journey, um, what a great way to use coaching to not only help other people, but also – to help your life and for you to, you know, as I call it, seek nectar and adventure and create a life and a, um, a business and, and work that's honest to you. Yes. It, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. And I mean, that, that being said, we're not saying that it's easy, you know, no. and the works her ass off. She works seven days. I'm always doing my thing. Um, it, it, it it's work, but it doesn't have to be miserable. <laughs> no, no. And it's better when it's fun because, you know, bringing that lightness in, um, is what, is what gives life, Yeah, you know, in yeah. so many ways, please give Jamie a big hug and a smooch for me. It's so cool that you're with one of our coaches. Yes. And if you guys, uh, I, I will. And can we end with this? I asked Jamie what, um, drew him to the Catalyst intensive last night. And he said um, he was researching and he said he came across me and then he came across you. And he said, we seem so just authentic and real. It kind of cut through all the bullshit. And that was the reason why it had nothing to do with, you know, um, all the classes and, you know, the uh, um, the uh, uh, the format or any of that. That's all great. But it, it kind of came down to just two humans and connecting with two humans. 
That's and it, awesome. It made me so proud because that's always, you know, that's always what I want to put first. And that's our family. I mean, yeah. that's our catalyst coaching family is like people who have conversations just like the one that John and I had today yeah. for and with each other on purpose. Yes. And so if you're listening and you just heard 30 minutes of me and Noel going back and forth and talking about all this random stuff and you could relate to it, um, come join us. Come ride with us. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Well, go fucking jump in the ocean. <laughs> right. um, I love you. All right. Love you too. Be well. Thank you. Uh, you, could, you could send me the invoice. I appreciate it. Right, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> bye, babe.